Hello. Hello. Billy Garish here, um, host of the BGE. I uh, just wrapped up a conversation with um, Courtney Chase, who is a licensed social worker, a licensed independent social worker. Um, she's actually go- <clears throat> went through the same program at Catholic University that I'm going through right now. And I just started about a month ago or so. Um, their master's in social work program down there, Catholic. Um, but we had a great conversation about mental health and um, her sort of story. Um, and ther- the, uh, the power of therapy and counseling uh, and where she is now working for the archdiocese um, in there. Like, I think they're like, uh, I don't know exactly. I should know what it, it's called, but I'm um, sorry. Uh, it's it's, a, it's a, the division that, that sort of deals with um, abuse and sexual abuse and stuff like that uh, with respect to kids and also just adults and that sort of thing for the archdiocese. Um, so thank you very much. Uh, Courtney for sitting down. I really enjoyed it. Doing great work. I'm going to try to follow your lead. Enjoy, everybody. Bye. We do a podcast on mental health. That'd be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um I had yesterday morning. I'm recording. Um, I had yesterday morning my therapist of over a decade. Oh, that's awesome. On. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was uh, one of the most, like, literally I, start, I, started, I started talking and introducing him, and I started crying. Oh. Because he, like, helped me so instrumentally, uh, has and still is, and just underscoring, like, how happy and thankful I, I am to be where I'm at now. Like, uh, I really found, found my, my, sort of, I think, my direction, my purpose. Um, it just feels so correct, yeah. you know, and it's been like a long time since I felt this, uh, settled and centered. That's good. Yeah. And I expressed that to him. I couldn't keep it together. Um, and, and he, as a matter of fact, he also has, uh, is a licensed social worker. Got him, got a master's in the, and I, he was one of the people that I talked to when I was discerning and he, yeah, it's part of the whole, he's a large slice of the, How old are the solution you? thing. 41. Yeah. This was like, like I was 30. 34 when I went back into it. Yeah. Um, so, we have Courtney Chase, ladies and gentlemen, on the Billy Garrish Experiment podcast. Um, and uh, she is, um, number one, just an overall all-star lady. Um, and I've known her for a long, long time, working with Mackie at Modern Day. Mackie's still there. He's, he's not going wood graduating. <laughs> Um, and you're going to move on to high school somewhere, I'm sure. Um, somewhere nice, I should say. Uh, but Courtney is a licensed, uh, she has her master's in social work, um, licensed social worker, and also L-I-C-S-W, independent. Mm-hmm. I don't really know this. We can get into that in a minute. Um, and she has her own, you still have your own company? Mind, mindful Mindful Strategies? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mindful Strategies, LLC. And you can find that at uh, the website, mindfulstrategiesllc.com, or uh, mindful strategy, my, excuse me, mindfulstrategies-llc.com. And on Instagram, if you want, if you're a social media mogul person, um, everybody has strengths on Instagram. Welcome to your podcast. Thank you. <laughs> um, stay kind of closer. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. Let me just check the, check the lines over here. Uh, I think we're all right. Um, so, uh, and it's so, and it's also a, a, an interesting sort of idiot, not idiosyncrasy, an uh, interesting um, coincidence or something that Courtney went to Catholic University 
you know, going through the same program that I'm just recently freshly enrolled in about a month and a half into it in a master's in social work program. Mm-hmm. You, and you like being a cardinal down there? I loved it. <laughs> Good. How did you, how'd you get turned on to Catholic U? So you went to Georgetown U, right? Undergrad. I went to Georgetown. Mm-hmm. What did you do after you grad, graduated? Um, so I went to uh, Georgetown, graduated. I worked for Sarah and Jim Brady. Mm. For Who's that? Jim Brady was shot with Ronald Reagan. Oh boy! And he did. Um, I worked with them uh, at their at their. Um, they were both shot. He was shot in the head with <clears throat> Reagan. Reagan shot recovered up, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the other guy. He um, had tremendous brain damage. Like oh man! And so they started the um, the handgun control movement, gun control, mm-hmm. gun safety. Mm-hmm. So I worked with them, and then. Um, How, what capacity? So I. Was basically I started out as their assistant mm. for Sarah, and that we I grew up with them, so we were close family friends. Cool. Then I ended up being a Republican lobbyist for them. Great. Yeah. Uh, you did that for so is that right out of college, right out of Hoyaville? That was two a year and a half after college. Great. I went and worked in a law firm. Great. Yeah. So you, so you did that for a little while. That. Um, and then uh, how long did you do that for? Sorry. I did that for almost nine years. Cool. It's a nice chunk, a significant chunk of time right there. Yeah, met Eddie Vedder, which ah, was in Buckles, yeah. Cool, okay. Eddie Vedder of uh, Pearl Jam. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. you like Eddie Vedder. Love him. I mean, you like Pearl Jam. Yeah. Yeah, he's still around, right? He is. Yeah, yeah. You know what movie I love? Mm. You know what I'm going to say? With a heavy Eddie, Eddie Vedder soundtrack? Singles. I need to check it out. I haven't checked it out, but I am single. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> Sorry. I had to do that. Um, Into the Wild. Oh yeah, have you seen that? Stuff. No. Oh, it's really good. Song's good. Oh, it's so good. I love that song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really it's cool. I actually taught the book <clears throat> to the eighth grade, probably I don't know, maybe ten years ago, about a kid who's just like, he's a um, he's an anti-conformist. He just rebels and he's like, I don't like. The, he's like from the area, Chris McCandless. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm I'm out of here. He's a he's a um, accomplished student. Um, and he just takes off and he starts just like he's, his incredible adventures. And he winds up in Alaska oh. and he tries to make it through a whole winter um, in a school bus, an abandoned school bus in the snow. And it's, it's super, super tragic. It's like something hit him to make, make him realize that like, no, it's not all about isolation. It's actually about community and people. And he hit, had that realization in the depth of the winter, and he's like, and he dies trying to get out of. Oh, uh, maybe I shouldn't have spoiled it. Just spoiler alert. <laughs> a little spoiler. <laughs> it's still really good. And it's a really good movie. Really good. I mean, I, we're talking about the movie, but it's yeah. coming from a really good book. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Pearl Jam. You met Eddie Vedder. Mm-hmm. That's a cool opportunity. Mm-hmm. Was he a nice dude? He was. Yeah. It was the night after. Um, he went and wanted to meet Jim and Sarah at their house, and uh-huh. it was the night after Kurt Cobain killed himself. Uh. So we spent about three hours in the basement of their house with them. I wonder if I wonder, it was uh, Eddie Vedder and Cobain, like yep. some, some yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they, it's 90s, right? Yep. Yeah. Same sort of genre. Yeah, the ish. grunge. The grunge, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're, yeah, kind of like the, the two main acts yeah. going for that sort of movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after nine years, you're, is that when you decided to go to Catholic? No. I went and um, became a teacher. That's right. And I taught at St. Jane Deshano for well, five years. What was the what was the thing? You just had enough politic? Or? Well, nine eleven happened. Nine eleven happened, and then the gun movement really com- was muted. Gun control. Movement. Okay. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So then I was a teacher. Got it. Um, you didn't. You didn't want to necessarily. I mean, was there something inside of you, like maybe all along, like I want to work with kids, or yeah, you could have jumped to another sort of political um, yeah. uh, s- sphere outside of gun movement. Yeah. Well, when I was in, working for Jim and Sarah, I went and got a master's in business. Yeah. And then I realized I'm I'm not very good with numbers. <laughs> so then when I was teaching and working with especially girls, that mm-hmm. they didn't have a place to go mm-hmm. where they felt safe to disclose or look for advice. And so then I went to Catholic at night. Awesome. So you were at, okay. So you were teaching at uh, DeChantel. Yes. St. DeChantel. Yes. Um, and you're going to Catholic at night. Yes. Do they help pay for it? Uh, DeChantel. Nah, probably not. Yeah. Nah, yeah. It's not a little bit. Yeah. Well, it was public okay. professional development. Yeah, I'd say so. There's yeah. an argument. Certainly an argument there. Yeah. Modern day is nice enough to pay for my whole master's out in um, Santa Fe. Oh, that's at great. St. John's in philosophy, basically. Oh, wow. Um, so you stayed there. You went at night. Yep. Um, and then, uh, and you like and you liked being there. <laughs> I liked being there. It yeah. Were they two and a half fun. hour classes back then? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you're full, did you did you go full time? No, yeah. half, at yeah, night. Yeah. Was, so I it took me three and a half years. Okay. Yeah. And then, and this is my piece of advice to you. Yes, ma'am. I went to the job fair at Catholic, mm-hmm. which I always like rejected, never doing that. I was like, no, I'm not going to a job fair because mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to get into a school. Mm-hmm. And I went to this job fair and I met the. Um, supervisor for the Montgomery County Child Protective Sex Abuse Unit. Uh-huh. And then I went in for an interview a week later, and she hired me. Hmm. This is so, you went to the job fair when you were as a student? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she hired you for CPS? Mm-hmm. And while you're still, while you're still. I was graduating, yeah. You're, graduated. okay, you were about to graduate. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. So you had to, I guess you, you had to wait to graduate before you started working. Yes. I understand. Interesting. Yeah. So um, I had a job when I, I had a new job when I yeah. graduated. So I mean, you got a lot of different chapters in your, you have. have an interesting book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so at the end of that, Deshaun was like five years, is that you said? Five years. Yeah. So that, that book or chapter ended and then another chapter and the chapter of you getting your master's. Mm-hmm. Um, did you, it, you tell me, um, while get, part of getting, is there like a master's thesis or do you have to have a focus or anything like that? Or it's just yeah. kind of like, no, I yeah. think they have comprehension. They're in comps, and so they're exams. Okay, so you have to study for it. Like they have it, um, like it's like a um, end of the year midterm. I mean, it's like an exam yeah. for every class for the for your first two years and then your second two years. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So it's basically a foundation. It's called it was now it's called foundational year. Yeah. And then there's the something else secondary. I don't know something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> when you you kind of. I think more hone in, like you want to go more policy. Yes. Or you want to go kind of clinical yes. approach, right? Right. Interesting. Yes. All good stuff like, I get to look forward to. Yeah. yeah. So you want to go like micro. I want to. Macro is policy. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go micro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm in one of a policy class right now and it's interesting. It's good to get that side, but I don't, right now, I mean, you don't know what you don't know, right? Right. And something might really grab me politically, but. I see myself. I really want to be kind of in the, my hands in the clay or yeah. in the in the weeds doing doing the work instead of mm-hmm. maybe advocating for different groups that need funds and such. Yeah. You need both. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So, uh, 
graduated and went and worked for um, CPS. For the Child Sex Abuse and Fatalities Unit. Yeah, Clinical Social for Montgomery County, Maryland Child Welfare Services. Yes. Yes. Um, in the Child Sex Abuse and Fatality Division. Yes. Was that, I mean, that's just on paper, you'd think that'd be very difficult work. It was, it was, it opened my eyes. For a mother. Oh, yes. And I started, I didn't have a son. Mm. I didn't have any kids. It's, Mac- it's, just, it's just Mackie? It's just Mackie. Yeah. yeah. And then. You hit a home run with him and why, 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 why do it? Thank another? you. No. <laughs> no. He's, you know, he's Ma- Mackie's Mackie, man. <laughs> Mackie's Mackie. Yeah. Uh, can I tell a quick Mackie story? Maybe sure. a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> we could have a whole podcast about. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Um, the McDonald's all day. Oh. Mm-hmm. No way. I, I don't know if I showed you the video. Mm. Uh, Mr. Or Brian Danver and I. Because we know we, we got into gym with Mackie in first grade PE. And we know he liked fish fillets. Does he still like fish fillets? <laughs> yes. So freaking funny. <laughs> so funny. He says he knows what he likes. Yeah. He sticks to his guns and everything <laughs> like that. From a very young age, he understands himself. <laughs> at least that he likes what he wants to get at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, he joke, 100%. Um, and like, he likes McDonald's. All right, I wonder if he likes breakfast. <laughs> We're playing soccer and everything. It's like, you can only like, as grown adults, and I, we already worked them out and did the calisthenics and the push-ups and they're, and they're doing their games. And like, just Brian and I, just we, we, for the first half, we work them out. And the second half, we just sit there and talk and the referee. <laughs> so you got to come up with some sort of stuff just kind of like, I don't know, while the, top, the 20 minutes away or whatever. And it's just fun to talk with kids. Maggie, come over here. <laughs> Gotham, Mr. Garish. <laughs> Do you know that McDonald's is serving breakfast all day? No way. <laughs> like, you can get pancakes mm-hmm. for dinner. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. <Yep. laughs> Something like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's real, man. Yeah. What you see is what you get with that boy. Still a fan of the Golden Arches. I mean, yeah. <laughs> shout out, Mackie. All right, buddy. <laughs> keep, keep it the grades. Does he want to go? Does he want to go to high school? Um, the, the, uh, the, they're out, coming out soon. The yeah, decisions, they're coming right? out. He applied to Prep and Gonzaga. Oh, great! Mm-hmm. Both wonderful. Yeah, both on the same team. Team yeah. Jesuit. Yes, it's an important thing. Yes, it is. Je- Jesuits are pretty good with that education thing. Yes. All right, so okay. you're right. You good? I'm good. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, so, so CPS. Yeah, tell me about it or whatever if you want. Or, so, uh, actually, I mean, it was it was a it was a very intense experience yeah but it was great it because i mean again i think you would understand this too Mm -hmm. every chapter of your life is building up to where you are now Mm -hmm. so um i necessary sort of stepping stone absolutely so i worked it was on this division there was only six of us and we had to be trained especially Mm -hmm. to do like forensic interviewing and Mm -hmm. forensic investigations and we worked with the police Mm -hmm. so we would do um all the acute physical abuse cases but then we did all the sex abuse cases and then we did all the cases if there was a minor who was um who had died Mm -hmm. wow yeah so that was that was seeing you know someone else's dead child is just something you never want to experience so you had to you you deal with like the dead child dead body or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah um, something about something about uh, I mean, so you taught right, and then we talked right before we push record that um, 
you didn't necessarily want to work for a CPS as a career there, mm. um, but you needed to have for this program in order to be licensed, you need to have a certain amount of hours working supervised hours. Supervised. <laughs> so if you're on the clock from nine to five, are they all supervised or not? No. So well, you always have like you have a supervisor who's in charge of your of your team. Mm-hmm. So we had our supervisor, Ann Hoffman, who was like Maryland's um, top sex abuse expert in in uh, from Montgomery County, but she also for the state of Maryland, and she would supervise us. Mm-hmm. So we would always if we got assigned cases, we would always have to work with her, mm-hmm. consult with her. So you are supervised. Or you were in constant consultation, mm-hmm. and then she would meet with us individually. Mm-hmm. But I think you said like 144 hours. Right, yes. But you so you're there. Were, you're there for nine years. Yes. So you can get 144 hours in like a month. I would you think. Could. Yeah. But it's a little bit more for like the for the state you have to do formal. Yeah. Like you have to have a date and time when you met and for yeah. what you talk about. I understand. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm certainly will understand when I get to that point. Yes. Um. But then at the job fair. Yes. Was this a specific um, MSW job fair? Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, great. For oh, cool, Catholic. Cool, cool. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool, cool. So it's not like you're there with undergrads, you know? Like, no, no, you know, it's all for So this is all mm-hmm. kind of MSW sort of agencies or companies mm-hmm. that looking for social workers. Yeah. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yes. What any other, any any other those any sorry any other thing, agencies companies that attract to your eye or whatever interested in. No, because I really only wanted to go work in a school. Yeah. Yeah. So, therefore, you want to work with kids. Work with kids. Got it. Um, exactly right. So, you did that for nine years. Almost nine years, yeah. yeah. And then I stopped. It was when Mackie was around four, I think, four or five. And it was just really hard to start interviewing kids that are his age that are disclosing some acute sex abuse mm-hmm. and family abuse. So I thought I could be a kept woman and and not work. And I lasted about three. So a kept woman? Yeah, yeah. I'm not a kept I woman. I don't know that term. Um, and so I went and went back to teaching and taught at Holy Trinity for a semester. And then I was hired to go run the counseling department at Holy Child. Where's Holy, where's Holy Trinity? In Georgetown. Okay, that that really nice church down there. Yeah, is school. What what yes. kind of school is it? Or is it what grade? Is it middle school? Elementary. Or no, it's parish. for kindergarten through eighth. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Cool. Yeah. How do you like that? How do you like it down there? What do you teach there? It's great. Um, I taught middle school English mm-hmm. and religion. Great. Yes. Great. It was great. Wonderful. I bet you're a really good teacher. Like working with kids. Absolutely. Great. Back mm-hmm. in it. Back at it. Yeah. Yeah. What is it about kids that you like so much, or whatever? Or I'm the same way. You know, I, I love uh, working with kids. Um, my thought, as I iterated earlier before we started recording, to be back in in this in this in a school school. I, I like the idea of community. Mm-hmm. I, I would like the idea of being back in a school, maybe like coaching, like say at Georgetown Prep. Like if I could somehow be on that, their sort of like mental health and wellness staff, mm-hmm. and work with those kids and also coach. You know, mm-hmm. um, but what's uh, for you? What is it about kids? They're just authentic. Yeah, they're authentic as fuck. They yeah. are so, I mean, and they want to learn. And they just, they want to model. They're just so They're so, fun. they're so, they're so, you said it, your initial instinct, is, I think is, that's what does it for me, how real they are. Yeah. You want to be around things that are real. Yes. Around people that are real. Yes. Help, I mean, as much as you, you, uh, you 
teach them knowledge, they teach you wisdom. That's, yes. that's one of my lines. Oh, that's good. Um, they just make you a better person by being around them. By you see how they go about their stuff. They might not know the long division, but they're just real. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it can be inspiring, yep. you know, to help help you live like that. Um, yeah. They're, they're and part they're part of that is just they, you don't have to try to be funny or whatever they're just funny they're funny just by being a but it's the it's sort of a it's a symptom of the the age and the the point in their development you know mm-hmm. it's awesome but you watching them learn is just yep. so fascinating yep and fun yep I mean yeah to be to be like some people are more like kids at heart you know I think you're one of those and I think I'm I'm one of those as well like a playful sort of silly person. Um, I don't, doesn't, it takes, it takes what they this is a cool line. You take what you're doing seriously, but don't take yourself seriously, right. you know, take the subject, but maybe not yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, just to realize the, the more important things in life are like, you're not necessarily, if we miss our like tea time or, or, or the, right. if the, the steak comes out, you know, medium, you know, yep. medium rare or something. <laughs> you're just like little of those, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, go ahead. Use well, that's why you could be a, like, that's part of the, the reason why being a forensic interviewer mm. and getting into all those like really tough details mm. when you are authentic and genuine with them, mm. then you can all get right. information. All right. I like that. Yeah. I think the most important thing you can tell me, um, to get the information that is necessary, mm. uh, in these forensic interviews and also just, and also as a therapist, as you are now, um, and a one-on-one thing to just help people's psyche is to, um, be as real as you can be possible, mm-hmm. uh, you individually, <clears throat> and be um, like not, not approachable, but like be relatable, mm-hmm. like so they feel comfortable around you, so yeah. that they can that they can tell what's really on their mind mm-hmm. and on their soul, you know. And that's the the way to you tell me though how to fix the problems um, is the only way to do it is to get it out of you. So you can kind of identify it, talk about it, um, and then hopefully compartmentalize it and then move forward um, and not allow it to sort of fester and and kill your inside. Right. Yeah. But they also can smell bullshit like nobody's business. You're talking about kids? Kids. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They know they're not. When I just started teaching, I was like, I'm going to teach like Kevin Giblin. He was like a big, I don't know if you know that name. Yeah. I want to be like him. Uh, like Kevin Gibbly, tough guy, yells and whatever. That's Kevin Giblin. That's not Billy Garrish. Right. You know, the, the, my, if anyone's listening out here in education or teachers or wanting to be a teacher, you just have to, you have to be you. Number one, it's not going to feel right. Number two, the kids are going to call you out. Totally. And like, you know, the first week, they're not going to, they're not going to listen to you. Nope. He's just trying to be something else, and they have no respect for you. Once, yeah, once you once you try to snow, you could and you could you could fool adults, but it's really hard to trick kids. Mm-hmm. You know, you cannot. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So tell me about so you got this LLC. Yeah. Um. So you well, left. I have a, I have a real job. You'd have a real job. I have like a. a Are you a whole job? No. No. So I run What's your the real job. My real job is I work with the Archdiocese of Washington. Ooh. Yeah, and I run their. Um, it, their child abuse, that's right. sex abuse, clergy abuse. Talking about this last year with Mackie on the cast yeah. about the bangles. Yes. It's like, we got, we should talk more about yeah. this. Right, so I run the Office it. of Child Protection and Safe Environment for the Archdiocese. Child Protection 
Okay, what does that entail? So the child protection angle, it, well, it's two. Okay, so child protection. The office was created. It's been around for a long time, like in the nineties, eighties, nineties. But in two thousand and two, two thousand three, after the Boston debacle of sex abuse, they all the dioceses around the United States created a child protection office and that's for training uh, making sure that anybody who works with children are background checked and trained yeah so i run that office and then that's one responsibility and then we i work with survivors of um clergy abuse and um and current survivors as well as um helping the schools uh, navigate through uh, abuse scenarios or complaints of abuse and neglect. And then in 2019, the office was expanded after the whole McCarrick mess for a safe environment. So now I also work with adults for adult misconduct. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, adult misconduct within the archdiocese or uh, in yes. uh, in the parachools or, or – just the whole, all the whole thing, yeah, like yeah. employees, clergy, got it, religious. So you, I mean that that sort of office has expanded. Yeah, yeah. You have more employees, you know, a lot of employees and stuff. Yeah. So what? So you run that meeting that you oversee all these people that are, are doing the day to day stuff. So yeah, I, well, I, we I do not have a big big team, but mm-hmm. I have um, three wonderful, strong women who mm-hmm. work. Great, yeah. great. And they, are the, uh, yeah. They sit down with these these people. That I do. You do. Yeah. yeah. One of uh, my team person is in charge of the um, criminal background checks, maintaining mm-hmm. those records. And then the other one is in charge of the training, safe environment sessions, mm-hmm. and working with um, the schools and parishes on child protection issues, like oh. making sure everyone's compliant with the policy. Mm. Did you have any meetings today with any clients or not? Yeah. yeah. No, I had, yeah, I'm always on call. Yeah. So this morning I was dealing with um situation with schools, mm-hmm. an abuse situation, child situation. So um like physical abuse or sexual abuse? All all of them, yeah. But we work the the great thing is is that we the office since I've started now is in have good partnership and cooperation with law enforcement and CPS. Mm-hmm. So we make sure that the information and reports are made to the proper jurisdiction. Huh. And you did you that you talked with um, the, the the child or or, or the no. offender, the or well the school the, the school, the counselors, principals, sometimes teachers. Um, if it's an abuse situation with a clergy, then I talk to the child, work with the police, and then we eventually work with you know getting the offender out immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Who who works with the kid or or does anyone or maybe not? It's case by case, maybe it's case by case. Yeah, I understand. So you you're working with the, the all the the adults yes. from different spheres and circles, trying to figure out what mm-hmm. what's what to try to figure out what like. Well, we're what? trying to figure out like where immediately like if some an abuse happened, removing the adult or the yes. employee from the um, like, school, like leave permanently or whatever. Yeah, they yes. go on leave, and then we work with um, law enforcement accordingly. And then if they are if they don't press charges, it depends on what the infraction is. Mm-hmm. Then there's an internal process with you know human resources in the Catholic schools office in my office. Mm-hmm. Got it. 
Got yeah. it. Yeah. You've been, I don't know. Yeah. You have one of those jobs that like, you don't want to be busy. No. You want to work yourself out of a job. Yeah. Right? No, I know. Yeah, no. We definitely have job security. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, no, no. But yeah, the less cases, the better. I mean, there's sure. n- nothing bad's going on. Right. Yeah. But also the thing is, is that what we've created this office that, you know, it's as I, when I go and talks and, and speak at schools or parishes, it's mm-hmm. like, I'd rather people call to clarify or get guidance than not act. I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, if they have, if they have questions or they have concerns or whatever, to have a conversation, it's like, nah, you don't really need to do anything. Or yes, you should start, start or, and I can help you. And I, I got the, the people that can come in and, and right. rectify the situation. Right. When in doubt, yeah. And they, it, the the key is, is that they, if something happens, let's say at a school, mm-hmm. with you know, with an employee, removing the employee, getting and getting the report made to law enforcement or CPS, yeah. So then they can conduct their investigation or screen it out. Yeah, right. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, you like your role. I love it. You like what you do. Love it. Hell yeah! Need you. Need people like you, mm. um, and your wonderful team. Um, what is it about it? I mean, it's it's certainly an extension. You're not really working in a school, you know. No. You're, you're, uh, um, and it's an, an extension of what you did with CPS. Yes. Um, what do you like about it, or what is it? I love the problem solving. <laughs> like do each you? case, yeah, yeah. Each case is different. Flex the brain. I'm too OCD. Oh, so compulsive. Yeah. Something. Everything is different. Problem solving. Yeah. yeah. You like finding a solution. Love it. So do I. So do I. I remember yeah. when I used to. I would, I would try to think way outside the box. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, more when I go when I was teaching or like, oh, we can't fi- figure out how to. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good one. Um, what to do on field day because like, you know, the the, the fields flooded or like just do it do it in the gym or the blacktop. You know what we can do? We can do it on blacktop right. and nobody really cares. You know, and I was like, oh, I don't know about that. Right. But you're just like, yeah, just. Really stretching. For instance, my sister, uh, her daughter is Girl Scout. And they're selling Girl Scout cookies. This is last Saturday from 10 to noon. But Noelle, my daughter's, uh, her, my niece's shift is from 11, uh, 11 to noon, the second hour. She gets there and like five minutes in, they're all sold out. My sister has, I mean, I don't even know if this is a possibility. My sister has a box of boxes in her house that are spoken for, but they're not delivered yet. I was like, Linda, go back to the house, sell, get those in the box, sell those, and then get more. Mm-hmm. And saying there's a little bit of a delay, but you're going to get the cookies. People don't really, they're, they're doing it for the charity, right. right? They'll get the cookies eventually. Right. Oreos would probably be better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, like, do that. And she's like, I don't know. Just, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. You know? It's not that deep. But you overthink it, it just causes more okay yeah 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 and it's and it's about the kids like they were, they were kind of bummed out they were there for five noel and a couple of girlfriends are like yeah you know whatever yeah. yeah that's the sort of like problem solving that i enjoy but i'm just like it's just you enjoy what you're where you what counts talents god gave you or whatever mm-hmm. like that i'm not saying i'm have a superpower that other people don't have you know other people can do things like with numbers and stuff like that kind of somebody that i can't I, I, that scrambles my brain mm-hmm. you know I always think that I mean I love your um everybody has strengths mm-hmm. um idea and it, and um on your website it's like help clients find success and peace through positive effective strength based solutions. Right. Just figure out what you're good at. Yeah. It's not just but like on paper it's 
pretty plain and simple. Mm-hmm. But in practice, it can be very difficult. Yes. You know, and yes. and the crazy thing about it, it's like once you find it, that doesn't mean you're, you're going to be good at it or that might not be your strength your whole life. It might modulate or change a, a, a touch because I had taught for a while. But like at some point, you know, at some year mark, I was like, I I shouldn't maybe know. And I just needed to step away and reexamine like, yeah, I want to work with kids, but in what sort of form? You know, mm-hmm. it took me a while to figure out even like after I left modern day and I was kind of doing odd jobs here and there. I want to get back into education, but do I want to be in the formality of the classroom? So yeah, I'll give it a try. And then I had a podcast with the guy who had a, it's so weird how life works. He, he had a background in psychotherapy and I was just driving to pick up firewood and, um, just, 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 just popped in my head. I'm like, that guy was interesting. He had a good story. Maybe I could, mm-hmm. I always like to find the kid that's a little bit like lost or whatever. Can mm-hmm. I help? You know, anyway. Um, but what, what I'm saying is that, I always I like to use this term like a genius. Everyone I think everyone has kind of a genius quality or a, a genius uh, talent. You know, it's just uh, finding it. It's finding it. Yeah, and you find it when you're comfortable with it. But sometimes you're, it's not comfortable. Yeah, but is what makes you happy. If you're not, if you're not, if it's not, if it's not comfortable, you think it, it's not it or something. What do you mean? Well, I think if there's a well. I think if you're comfortable taking on a hard task that's one thing but you don't want to ever become just boring no. or or just you know stale this you're never in this job there's always something going on yeah i mean that works really well for you but some people wouldn't be good at it and they like no. boring stale stuff yeah or they're, they're good at that they're, they're good at good they're good at like a lawyer analyzing pages of sure. policy Very no good. stinking way i'd be horrible at it and Mm-mm. i would not enjoy it no 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 so it makes the world go around you know yeah. f- figure out what it is that you that really blows your hair back right. and and not everybody wants to do what i do no yeah and that's fine by me absolutely yeah oh yeah you do your thing yeah. you know you're happy great Find what makes you happy, and then yeah. if everyone could kind of do that. I mean, so I told you like about my therapist. Uh, um, he was here the yesterday. <laughs> Excuse me. And at the end of the uh, podcast, we were off air. He's like, "Yeah, hey, I got another book, children's book. One of the children's book, I think, is somewhere. So maybe, maybe over there. I don't know, somewhere um, that he wrote. Um, and there's another children's book about um, someone that deals with like body image, and mm-hmm. you know." And they're like overweight. He's like, I don't think I can put it out. I'm like, why? Because it's not politically correct. Because you're talking about body image. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. I'm like, and then I'm like, I think everyone. Then as I said, kind of like, right off the cuff, like I think everyone needs a therapist because if everyone can talk about some of their problems, they wouldn't be so so sensitive about everything. Right. And you can actually have a book about someone who's mm-hmm. struggling. And, and the, the ending was happy. You know, mm-hmm. it's, the ending was the. The character overcoming her, his or her, like, you know, insecurities and embracing who they are as their soul, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but I think, I mean, I think you can do it with friends, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a really good friend or a, or a spouse, talk about your your stuff, you know, um, what's bothering you. Um, and, but it, sometimes you need a third a third party that's a non non biased, someone that an, anonymity or whatever, someone mm-hmm. to talk to, you know. Someone who's totally objective and objective. will tell you, yeah, without <laughs> hurting your feelings. Correct. It's the best. The bomb dot com. Yeah, people just to talk. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. So do, so do you? How much of that do you do with uh, your LLC? Well, 
Well, it depends. Uh, I do it. I mean, you only have 24 hours a day and you're a mother. Right, 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 right. So, you know, we've, I've, it's, it's, I find that therapy is when some people can't do it during the day. So we kind of, my mod is to do it like on the weekends or at night where people have the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it's. Is that still occupy a, a large, you still doing a good amount of that or you kind of like put that on the back burner and more with this archdiocese? Why well, do both? Yeah. yeah, but but the you know right now my priority is Mackie, but um yeah. to get him into high school. Yeah. But you know on the weekends just to be available for for people. Yeah. And you know I think the thing is what I try to do model is that everything doesn't have to be that deep. So right. when you have a problem, I'm not going to assess. You know it's not going to be anything like too traumatic. It's you work through it so the person can figure out a, a, a little video. Uh, for a Keep going. for a person who can f- you know feel comfortable with figuring out what's important to them. Talk about with your clients on the, yeah, on the weekends. If you say it's not going to be that that deep, meaning it's uh you don't necessarily have the, the availability of time to to to, to, to well, spend I, with them because where your life's at right now. Well, no, I think I think for to find conflict solutions mm-hmm. to you know adjustment issues is that people just have if they have a problem. They want to work it out. They want to find a certain, you know, comfort zone and something that's going to be permanent mm-hmm. and comfortable for them. So, you know, sometimes you do intensive therapy, mm-hmm. you know, where you have this big therapeutic relationship and then you have to, this contract and people get too, you know, worked up with that instead of just going to someone just to talk through situations. So we try to eliminate the formality of like the, you know, heavy duty therapeutic contract and the termination. But we really want to do is just get in there and help them solve a problem. Yeah. Just, to, just, I, I, I wanted to ask my therapist yesterday about this, but how much is it just allowing, just allowing the person to talk? I think that's a majority of it. I'd say it's more than 50%. Yeah. Just allowing, if they can be as truthful as possible and get whatever it is out. Yes. And by getting it out, you speak it and you kind of like, you somewhat take it off of your soul yep. just by you're, sp- you're literally speaking and it, it's lightening the burden, the load just by putting it into words to another human being, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also it's just, it's, I learned this through my um, partner at and child welfare mm-hmm. is that it's called it's secondary trauma. Mm-hmm. And then this is where I talked to clergy and priests about this now, mm-hmm. which when you go and you, t- and someone tells you their story. So like a disclosure. So for example, a child would disclose this horrible abuse scenario to you. You can actually on some of them see the weight lift off of <laughs> them and then you absorb it. So that's why it's so important about self care which I don't like that term, but taking care of yourself so you can absorb the the trauma and the information from, you know, whether it's a client, whether it's a survivor, whether it's an abuse victim, you take it from them and they start their healing process that way. Mm-hmm. But it's also, it can also be traumatic for the person taking it That's in. what I was about to say. How do you not, how do you not allow that not to like weigh you down, you know, and crush yeah. you, you know? Um, exercise. Exercise. Yeah. Physical, it's mm-hmm. very important. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine like, I don't know, like what's the, what's the term empath? You know, you're an empath. Uh, do you know that term or not? Mm-mm. Um, look it up. Uh, but like for people that some people, I think by nature, maybe are, are attracted to, <laughs> you say this about me, uh, yes. attracted to, to people with problems. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that is those sometimes wind up being relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 
but uh to, to not like uh to like somehow let the, the 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 tough stuff that you hear from somebody um can you check it at the door you know mm-hmm. and so you can go home and like sleep at night and not right. think about you know this person and all there's darkness and struggle right you know that's got to be a something <laughs> there's certainly it needs to be a course on that right well a compartment you can compartmentalize some yeah. people that's a that's what the one thing my family would say about doing the sex abuse mm-hmm. like how do you go and listen to all of this stuff and walk with a family through their trauma and not come home and relive it so you know it's it's a you have to process it out. yeah and i understand it's, you got to compartmentalize it but how do you how do you compartmentalize it mm-hmm. i mean it's, i guess it's easier for some people than others like everything mm-hmm. in life right mm-hmm. uh, but it needs to be high on your list yeah i think that um i don't know <laughs> i think that uh if you if you're an op- maybe if you're an optimist or something if you see a life half full or something like even though people are going through really tough stuff, it's like, but we kind of have a plan mm-hmm. no matter almost what it is. And sometimes it's going to get better might allow for the person to, to be like, I can put that down for the night and I can start, I can worry about it tomorrow, you know, mm-hmm. when, it, when I can be productive with it. Does, also, that ma- does that make sense? Well, the also it's the feeling of when they talk up, when someone talks and discloses or shares and they know they're not alone. Like mm-hmm. they're not alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes that their situation. They're not, they're not unusual. Unusual. And that's not unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's a big, uh, what do they call it? Um, tide shift from, let's say 10, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, being able to talk about your, your problems, you know, or almost got stuff. I mean, especially, you know, who especially the people have stuff. Or t- t- sometimes the the, the smartest, mm-hmm. the most brilliant. It's like a double edged sword. You can do a lot of cool, cool things with your brain, but the, it doesn't come totally without um, an a consequence. But like a, a, a side that makes it makes it a struggle, right. it makes life a struggle too. Um, I think everybody has their. I was talking to a friend today. Everybody has their demons. Yeah, it's how you process it, how you you know you face them. And also, this is one thing I say this to my husband, John Chase, all the time. Mm-hmm. Thoughts create, like, you have, if you have certain feelings, they thoughts that create feelings that create actions. Mm-hmm. If you can control your thoughts, then your feelings won't sometimes go sideways. Mm-hmm. So it's the co- cognitive behavioral component. Thoughts to feelings to action, correct? Yeah. Right. Um when you're at uh, when you're at Catholic, what like what was your uh, when you're going through this this social work um, degree? What what do you like most about it? What classes? Any classes stick out for you? There was a child. There was a child abuse class that was there. It was very interesting, um, and like the the whole process of what a child goes through when the, when they are experiencing an abuse scenario. Interesting. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um. What do you um? Yeah, you like problem solving. Yeah, yeah. Do you uh? Do therapists see therapists? Yeah, yeah. And also, well, I have a. There's a woman that I would I, imagine wow. you have to. Yeah, have well, to. and also if you're when you're a therapist, you mm-hmm. have to you know have a somebody that you can consult with. Yeah, talk about cases yeah. and stuff. 
do you have any partners or, or, or whatever? I mean, it sounds like, um, your mindful strategies thing is it's, it's just you right now. It's right? just me. Yeah. 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 But cool. I have a couple of therapist friends that I talk to. And yeah. We consult. About. Go on some walks. Yeah. It's great. Talking out. It's a great network. It's really nice people. Yeah. When I'm down there, like taking classes and stuff, it's like, I, I, I kind of joke about it. It's like someone says somebody sneezes and it's a chorus of God bless you. Yeah. No, right. <laughs> yeah. People are so overly nice. Like, so this, the, my professor, Rosalind, Rosalind Scott Adams. Mm-hmm. Does that ring a bell? African-American lady. Um, she, she brings in, I think, I don't know if she brings in, yeah, I think it's her own Keurig. She brings her own Keurig in pods, like coffee pods, so we can have coffee. Oh. And um, I didn't, yeah, I didn't, it's so nice. Oh, she's just the sweetest. She's so, like, an angel. Um, but, like, I, would, I, was, I hung out after class to, I needed to talk to her about some stuff. And there's three people waiting. They're like, and she's like, what do you, yeah, what do you guys need? She's like, we just want to help you carry the coffee stuff out oh, to your car. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Not one, but three. Oh, that's <laughs> so, so nice. It's so nice. It's a, and then, of course she's like, nah, I got it. Cause like it's nice against nice. Yeah. Who's going to be the, he's going to mm-hmm. cave or whatever. Uh, but sometimes being nice is, is allowing for someone to do your favor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Finally, she's like, yeah, okay. Thanks. Thanks. You can take it. <laughs> and you can keep it and you can bring it in here for me next time. No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> take it home. Yeah. Who's your advisor? Um, I haven't met her yet. Uh, I know it, uh, but I, I kept, I, I'm, I'm on campus Monday, Tuesday. She's on campus Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh, that's <laughs> so, helpful. Yeah. Right. Um, so we're going to, we're going to meet over zoom. And I was like, I'm not meeting over zoom. Yeah. I'll, I'll meet you at some point. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm good right now. I'm chugging along, you know, yeah. there, there's, there's this course that, um, deals with international social work uh-huh. and it had to have the course. It starts mid uh, March, mm-hmm. and it's like a hybrid spring summer thing. And I think it's the first time doing it. it. The first, I think it's all all digital, uh, virtual, oh, and the, and it's once a week, whatever. But the first half, I think it ends late April or early May, is obviously the virtual thing. The second half, you go to Rome for ten days. That's awesome. And from June ten to June twenty, and you're there with uh, students from the Czech Republic and from and Italy, and America. What is this class? international social work or something like that. That's amazing. How a rock star is that? Yeah. Come over and visit. Bring, yes. the, bring the fam. We were just there. Were you? Yeah. And, so um, cool. In over Christmas. How special is that? It's amazing. Uh, yeah. Were you in Rome or uh-huh. all over it? In, just in, in Rome. Rome. Yeah, we yeah. went to Rome and Paris. Oh, that was the big two. That's awesome. I'm so excited. It is super fun. I just found out about it like by talking to my other social worker person. I didn't. I got in late. They didn't. They're nice. Eileen Worrell. You know that name? No, but there's Eileen Dombo. Uh, I don't know that name. Okay. No, Eileen Worrell. She's like the head of the graduate thing. She's like she's nice. She let me in. I missed the first week of class. Was like I really want to start this next chapter of my life, please. And she's a social worker. That's like, awesome. Okay, fine. Go for it. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> um, it's the best program. I said everyone, everything. Everyone's yeah, just yeah, kind, nice. Mm-hmm. Oh man. And so, that's what I would go good. study over in the library on Saturdays, mm-hmm. and then I would go over to four o'clock mass in the shrine. How special is that? Yeah. On Saturdays. On Saturdays. I need to get into that routine. Yeah, it was great. I just walked into the library for the first time uh, a couple of, or last week. Mm-hmm. Seems cool, like a cool library. Smells like library. It smells like a library. <laughs> I didn't have any in my credentials, so I had to, I just walked in and kind of walked right out. Mm-hmm. And I was just on my mid-class break. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's a great resource. 
how do you think um how's mackie doing or how how, how, are kid, how how the state of kids these days or whatever i mean covid <laughs> was obviously a uh, a whack yep. a wrecking ball to it kids was. um and in your and there was this headline of the usa today last week and i like laughed at it and then they crumpled it up and threw it into the fire um <laughs> kids lag behind development i'm like because of covid i'm like yeah no thanks scoop yeah. you know mm-hmm. it's, your, it's your kind of policies that put the kids there right um but uh how do you see any yeah. of that yeah not at, well i mean my, you're you deal, pretty good you deal with heavy stuff yeah you're not necessarily like um i need help i mean I'm, 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 you deal with more like abuse stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I did have a, a, a couple of clients during last spring, kids that mm-hmm. were really struggling mm-hmm. with depression from being at home, mm-hmm. isolated from their friends. Mm-hmm. You said last year? Or no, sorry. When you last spring. Last spring? Yeah. 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 And just Horrible. also the struggles of, of being isolated, getting used to that, and then having to go back out. It was very, it was that roller coaster of, of anxiety for them. Yeah, and it's not like when you're in isolation, it's not like you're sitting around playing board games Mm-mm. and like talking with your family. Everyone's on a screen. Mm-hmm. So it's a double whammy of sort of like, you know, the wrong direction of things. Yeah. Yeah. Putting a, a pause in on the, when most important, some of the most important years of development. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's, tr- it's tragic. But um, kids are more often, oftentimes more resilient than you give them credit for. Right. Um, we always think that it's kind of interesting. Like, uh, what's going on in that kids? I think we're going to talk about it, and we're going to get some doctors. I'm going to write this uh, paper, and that's how <laughs> child development is going to go. Mm-hmm. But it's it's impossible. It's number one. I think it's impossible truly to empathize with anybody because mm-hmm. you can try as hard as possible, and you might be from the same community and the same everything, the same DNA, but you're still you're a different person, mm-hmm. not that same person. But number two, to like, try to like. Tr- figure out what the heck's going on with a, a different age, like a kid and you're an adult. It's like, right. you can try and you can get, I and mean, that's all we can do. We can try to get as, as close as possible to, to figure out how those little people's brains tick and all that stuff. But still, and everybody's different. Yeah. Everybody's different. I mean, how they process stuff. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, I was going to say, so one other thing, we're going we're, we're to wrap it up soon. Um, well, what do you see yourself doing like uh, in like 10 years or something? Uh, right now, you're, you're in the midst of like, it's kind of be a stressful time. I've been having a kid in eighth grade and you want to kind of yes. get that put to bed. Maybe we should have did the podcast when Mackie's in. You know, yeah, in that'd high be school. great. <laughs> yes, that we would do, be great. We do part two and it's like, woo, yeah. sipping whiskey Amen. and like kicking back and all that. Yes. Yeah. But uh, do, you, do you have like any idea of like uh, the direction you want to go? Yeah, I think, well, I, as I go on, I mean, in a perfect world, my office and the archdiocese would not be needed. But, you know, I hope that I'd like to still do that. But I'd also like to really focus on the mental health component of of practice, working with people. Because, I mean, there is such a high demand for therapy. But it's... Do you, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mental health is, yeah, a, a real thing. Mm, it is. Um, and my, it's nothing to be ashamed about. Heck no. Uh, like I said, it's oftentimes like the, even the, the, the brightest have, they have a lot of mental health problems. And, and I also think that this area is very, sometimes can be very, I mean, every area is stressful. Yeah. But this one in particular, it's like a huge you know, rat race. And everybody just, it, if they could just... Just Relax. chasing their tail or chasing yeah. the tail of someone in front of them. Like, come on. 
yeah. what, what really matters, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't have to, like, have X, Y, or Z. I mean, it's nice, it's kind of, it's nice to say when you're on one side of it, you know? Um, I've been pretty fortunate in my life. Um, but I don't know, like, also just being fortunate. Something about it, my, I, I'm not caught up in all that, um, commercialism or, mm-hmm. or materialism. Mm-hmm. Um, I sort of stayed, um, away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I like reading philosophy and trying to figure stuff out, you know? Uh, real, real stuff, I guess. Isn't it funny? Like the the most real stuff, you can't really touch. You can't. You can't. <laughs> that's you the, can't take it with well, you. That's, yeah, that's that's the, the paradox. But there isn't any like what you're doing working with kids. It's like when you see that solution, you see that you've hit something for, with them. That like they get it, or they're mm-hmm. they feel like they've accomplished something. It's the greatest. It's the greatest gift. It's it's a, one of the greatest feelings. It's like what you said earlier. Sometimes you can see this things just lifting off the person. Yeah. And like they're, they're like lighter and everything. It's kind of funny. Like when I, I said about my podcast yesterday with um, his name's Andy. Um, I started to cry and I stopped, <laughs> but I kept going. I just like felt like just like, ugh, like so relieved. It was like a cathartic idea. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was like really looking forward to seeing him and just you know. That was a very meaningful podcast for me. Yeah. Um, he actually defines mental health as um, co- a, a awareness that you have choices. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if I understand. I think I get it, but I don't know if I do get it. You get it? Yeah, some, because everybody has a choice. Yeah. I mean, that's what I always say to Mackie. Life's about choices. And your choice, whatever you choose, that you, there's a consequence or there's an accomplishment, but when you, you do have a choice, you have a choice every day. Like I say to, to sometimes to clients, you have a choice every day. You can wake up and you choose to be happy or yeah, grateful. Yeah. Or you wake up and say, you know, the weather's crappy or yeah. this sucks. And then it, it sets the tone for the day. Yeah. So, so the choice is creates almost the path. Awareness that you have choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you're not crippled. And you're not stuck. Yep. You might feel stuck, but that's, you know, talking to somebody who's objective that can help lay out your options that you understand. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, what else? Anything else? Well, um, the Super Bowl was good last night. <laughs> Wasn't the Bengals weren't in it? No, no the Bengals weren't in it. They should have been in it. There's some weird play calling, dude. Yeah. Not play calling, refereeing. Or, yeah. Uh, even last night, there was a weird call at the end. Yes, I saw it. I watched it. I was like, oh, about mm-hmm. that. And the, and the, and the what the uh, announcer kind of called it out. Mm-hmm. Greg Olson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was like, t- I wasn't. I don't totally remember the circumstance, but even if it wasn't called, my buddy was saying it. He'll probably still make the field go anyway. Yes. But who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? But it was a, yeah, it was a really good game. Mm-hmm. I was excited. What'd you What'd you do for it? Um, we went yeah. down to a neighbor's house. Yeah, great. It was fun. There's like a stat that what was, what was the crazy stat. Um, that one point one point six million million people might not go to work today. Yeah, no, I saw that this morning. Point six million. Yeah, that's and, a huge number of people. And then there was um one point seven. I mean, billion chicken wings were eaten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's billion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. it's a great, it's a fun day. Yeah. Did you do anything? I, I did. I went over to a friend's house. Um, they had a little little party and. Well, first I went and had a burger at the Avenue right down here. Mm-hmm. 
So if I'm out some drinks, I need to get, make sure I get, get some in my belly. Mm-hmm. I went over to my buddy's house. And it was okay. I really wanted to go over to see uh, Matt Tropia. Oh, so yeah. he had some. He had a few people over, but I, I told my other friend I can go hang with him a little bit. So I went there for like half of the first quarter. Yeah. <laughs> I jumped out of there and went over to hang out with Matt. Oh, that's fun. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> it's like we were like we were like smoking cigars out on his like screened-in porch, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> just talk, he's a really good friend of mine. Um, and uh, like time's going by, it's like. Maybe we should watch some of this game. Yeah, right? <laughs> Neither and it was so raining. We went in, yeah. We went in and saw the halftime show, and then I watched the third quarter with him, and I came back here and watched the fourth quarter on the couch. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, no, it was good. Wound it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it's a fun day. And then, like, modern day, is, modern day was the original. Now everyone's doing it, and it's kind of gotten old. About Mon- Super Bowl Monday's a holiday. Yeah. Well, Stone Ridge went in two hours late. Okay. I mean... I mean the boys are all skiing. That's good. Dude, I used to take a bus, of a, yeah, co- a coach bus of like 55 kids. It was epic. <laughs> How'd they get up there? In the caravan? No, um, parents drove. That's what I'm saying, a caravan. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, yep. yeah I could have done that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, searching, I'm searching around here for uh, uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald quote. Um it speaks to what we were just talking about. There it is. It's one of my favorite quotes of all time. Mm. All right. You ready? Uh, for what it's worth, it's never too late, or in my case, too early. You know this one? Mm. To be whoever you want to be. Mm-hmm. There is, hold on for a minute. Buffering. Yeah, here we go. There is no time limit. Start when you want. You can change or stay the same. There are no rules to this thing. We can make the best or the worst of it. I hope you make the best of it. I hope you see things that startle you. I hope you feel things you've never felt before. I hope you meet people who have a different point of view. I hope you live a life you're proud of. And if you're not, I hope you have the courage to start all over again. That's amazing. Yeah, that's right. That's how I see it. Absolutely. That's mental health. That's it. Awareness that you have a choice. Yeah. Listen to that voice. If it doesn't feel right, change something. You know, and, and, and go ahead. Follow the instinct. Never, never ignore your instincts. <laughs> uh, hundred, hundred million, hundred million percent. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a reason why this, this above all to know oneself be true. Shakespeare, like to know thyself, is in like a ton of different like you know books, movies, f- philosophic stuff. It's like it's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. I was I was writing a, a little reflection paper for my class this morning, and um, I was like, <laughs> I was like about the children, like the children of the future, and then that Whitney, Whitney oh, yeah. Houston, <laughs> children are our future. Teach them well, and let them lead the way. And I went down that hole, and I was like, and then I pulled my head up. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be late for class. <laughs> but like I was looking, I was looking at all the lyrics. This this song is obviously it's beautiful. We're putting it on now, um, and then we're gonna wrap this up. <laughs> Um, but like, uh, it's so it's, it's all about the greatest love of all is the love of self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, great est love. Of all. Um, and yeah, that once you kind of really figure out that <laughs> portion, <laughs> then a lot of the rest can uh, takes care of itself. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
work, work. That's good. See, that's a, the the audio is a little bit, yeah. a little bit shaky. That's weird. I have a memory of uh, you know, I'm a little bit different. Um, I was driving my in a uh, convertible. My dad was driving. I was in the back seat. <laughs> I think it was my dad and my grandfather in the front. I'm in the back seat, laying down with my Walkman, listening to my mom's Whitney Houston mixtape <laughs> when I was like ten. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> and, like that, and then I was like, I just want to be, I guess, fit in or whatever. And now I'm like, fuck, no, no, you don't. no, 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 you don't. <laughs> no, you do Bra- not. Embrace the different. Yes. But it's hard to uh, kids just gotta know that, like, and also I think a really really important thing that if anyone um, is like debating whether to you need therapy or not, I think everyone needs therapy. Yes, it's the it's a positive thing. It's like going to lift weights for your brain. Yeah, you want to be strong, like you know, you can't figure it out on your own. Go talk to somebody, and you're gonna feel a heck of a lot better. It's like a workout when you finish your workout. I'm like, what was I thinking? That was that's a great workout. I mean, it's processing. Yeah. And you can't process. Well, you can, but it's always better to process with somebody else. It's not, it won't hurt. No. You'll be like, I, I regret that. Yeah. You never regret a workout, do you? No, you no. don't regret a workout. No. So go out there and see somebody. Yes. All righty. Thanks for coming Thanks, out. Billy. I really appreciate it. No, this was keep, fun. Keep doing wonderful work. And um, come visit me but down you're doing Catholic great. Group. Yeah, I'm on there all the time. I'm on some board. I'm on board. The, well, the IRB board. What was that? Um... It's what they do. People who write studies, we have to review it, uh, internal review, to make sure that the internal studies that they're working on doesn't harm their clients. This is studies for like social work or whatever? Or? So any, all the departments. Psychology, nursing, social work. Cool. Yeah. Cool. It's a great campus. It's cool that it brings you back down there because I bet you have fond memories. It's like a little homecoming every time you yeah, it's great. check on down. And now that when I work at the Archdiocese, oh, I'm over there having meetings. Where is that headquarter? Where, where? Hyattsville. Hyattsville? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be when they were renovating um, two years ago, they, they used a dorm. Mm. The Archdiocese was there. That was not fun. Mm. But you're there. It was on Catholic U? Yeah. How about that? And then they have Chick-fil-A. On the- they have Chick-fil-A. Yeah. You're going to hit it at the right time, man, because so, it is a oh, mob scene. Yes. I ate the cafeteria today. It's kind of fun. I was like, I'm gonna. I just saw some like lacrosse sweatshirts or whatever. I was yeah. like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit down with some, with some undergrads today. Yeah, chit chat. <laughs> I was coming up to the guy. I'm like, hey, like, yeah. Like, mind if I sit with you? I'm new here. I'm the new guy. Kind of, just, I'm just trying to break in. Did he <laughs> like, like you? Sure. Yeah. That's so fun. <laughs> so two, sat with two lacrosse players, and I had a cool conversation. You know, I don't like Catholic and stuff. And they're they're open. Opening game is Wednesday. They're talking about their for match- lacrosse. Uh, for lacrosse already for their matchup. Their co- colleges like some colleges have already played three games. Oh, Duke uh, played their first game in right. late late January. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a different ball game now. I mean, yeah. when I was at Duke, we didn't play our first thing until like February twenty. Yeah. Now it's starting a whole, like almost a whole month earlier. Yeah. Maggie's still playing lacrosse. He is. So I was trying to stop that <laughs> that hard rubber ball. He's the goalie. Yep. <laughs> I know. Last yep. line of defense. Most yep. important line oftentimes of defense. Yep. He's still doing He's it. He's the right person for the, to, for that position. Because you know say goalies. 
you don't really ever you rarely meet like an, a, all the way normal goalie. No, no, <laughs> you know? no. I'm obviously saying this in an, in an, as a complimentary way. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he also is a hockey player. Absolutely. Yeah. He, he's playing over Chevy. Uh huh. Dude, the guy I was talking to today plays defense on the lacrosse team. It also plays hockey for a Catholic and goes up to as used to play at Chevy. Oh really? But he's from where was he from? I think his name is Mason. He's from Pennsylvania, I think. Oh. I think. No, Jersey. He's from Jersey. One of those two. But they used to travel down here and play there. Oh, yeah. And, and at hockey, a Catholic is a club team. So it's not. That's cool. It's not like totally formal. No, his number one part is lacrosse because it's an actual, like, you know, accredited or whatever. Mm-hmm. Certified sport. But, um, yeah, it's fun down there. There's, yeah. Anyway, that's it. We'll wrap yeah, it up. Yeah. You gotta but go pick Billy, up this. You, you gotta go pick up the, pick yeah, up the that's ski bum. Mackie's like, I'm home. I'm, oh, for I'm real? My, no, no, he's ah. like, I'm on my way. But cool, Billy. You should totally look in. I mean, I'm not telling you what to do, but yeah, the whole like, you know, working in the county mm-hmm. for for just for experience. Not that you need it, but I'm telling you, it's it, it's a completely different experience. Um, working in the county. Let me yeah. Let me just um wrap it. I'm gonna okay. push stop here. Unless you want to keep it going, recording. We do this on air, off. I don't care. No, I don't. Go, you just go ahead. What are you saying? No, no. I just, I think that when you, I mean, we. Working for the county. We, yeah. We grew up. I mean, I grew up, so I'm old. But mm-hmm. we grew up in this, like, great bubble here. Yeah. Right? In, it's very, I'm not saying privileged, but it is privileged. It is. And we had a great amount of, of, of resources. Mm-hmm. When you go in the county. Mm-hmm. It's completely different. When you start it's, working for the county, is that I, yeah, 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 yeah. I believe it. And it's it, and and you like I mean, I couldn't do what I do now at the archdiocese if I didn't know what if I didn't learn what I learned at working for the county. Yeah, and I wouldn't have been able to have as many connections or ability to communicate with like police. I mean, the police are such a critical component to mm-hmm. the abuse. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, dissolving abuse and fixing it. So having that, and and then incorporating all those connections together. So now they're cooperative. You know, and then we try to make the church, which is institutionally, you know, in very closed. You know, working to be more transparent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you know, making sure that open them up a little bit. Transparency about all these abuse scenarios are. You know, it's it's part of building trust with the community. You can't just uh, well now. I mean, it's, it's a good thing, and it can be a bad thing. But in this case, it's a good thing. You can't in twenty three, twenty twenty three, get away with things and sweep it under the rug because there's cameras everywhere, and even the even the most bankrolled institutions and people, you can only get away with stuff for so long before you get exposed. Well, and also the part of the 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 criteria and the. The methodology which we use in the in the archdiocese for what we do with training is that not only we train adults but we train the kids. Yeah. So the the kids are able to report and can identify, you know, signs and symptoms of abuse or misconduct or stuff that's not really working mm-hmm. or dangerous. Like they know where to go. And they're to they're they're empowered. They're empowered. Yeah, yeah. It's necessary. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs to be kind of empowered. Um. Or brought to the same level, some, yeah. or maybe ratchet down the power here and, and, and increase it here, so everyone's yeah. kind of somewhat equal. Yeah. Um, when you were uh, getting their masters, um, your field work, your field placement field stuff. Work, yeah. Did you have any like m- meaningful experiences there? Yeah, I worked. 
it was hard because I was teaching full time. That's right. So I, I, so um, I don't know who the field person is now, but field person when I was there was a little difficult. But mm-hmm. I worked at St. Luke's House, mm-hmm. which is out by Deshanel. And it is a basically a um, like they teach people with acute mental illness uh, life skills. So it's people that have and adults that had like schizophrenia, you know, acute bipolar, like that weren't and weren't on their meds. And they lived they couldn't live independently on their own. So they had different um, uh, housing uh, facilities mm-hmm. in Kensington and around Bethesda. And then they would come to this, you know, to the St. Luke's house and they would learn skill, life skill sets like cooking and mm-hmm. they would have to do like cleaning. Would you do that? Were you, I mean, I did that. Yeah. You, you help, you help teach these, these yeah. people with acute situations, yeah. Yeah. life skills and stuff. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. And then my, my last field uh, for my final year, I created a program and did it at Deshaunel because mm. I had a social worker uh, who was a the first grade teacher. Mm-hmm. So she could supervise me and we did this whole uh, thing to work with kids and started more the socialization process in the, in at school. Cool. Work. Yeah. Right. Great. All right. Go us. Yeah. Keep on rocking. Yeah. <laughs> Keep being you. Everyone yeah, else is yeah. t- everyone else is taken, right? No. Listen to that inner voice. I mean, like you said, like we do we we do come from nice areas, you know. Yeah. Um but yeah. Went to modern day prep, Duke, <laughs> the St. John's, great books. Like yeah. uh but there's still like maybe kinda like you, like there's something inside that's just like I wanna help. Yeah. How can I help? I've always sort of been like that. It's kind of a funny thing. When I was a kid, I, I had I felt bad for the windshield wipers when my mom put them on like too fast. I have this vivid, not vivid, but I do have a memory of like feeling uncomfortable or like, can you just put them on medium? Cause the fast, like, I don't know. I feel, I don't feel bad for them. It's not good. Yeah. Something, it's something just like, <laughs> it's totally instinctual or totally late in me, n- natural. Mm-hmm. And like, and I think back to that instance now and then like, I'm just like, it's all just kind of connect. These dots are all connecting. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Where, where I'm at is where I need to be at. Yeah. You know? Being who I who a, I am, it's a it, you are always evolving. Yeah, yeah. Gotta, you always keep checking in with uh, the man inside and the man upstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not be afraid to take a challenge. And if you jump, there will always be a net. Yeah, yeah. Exactly right. Yeah, you have people. You have support. You know, yeah. there's people cheering for us. Yeah, yeah. Um. Thanks so much, Courtney. Thanks, Telling your story, Thank you know, you. putting it out there. I mean, I mean, you're in therapy, so it's like it might come easier to you to talk about you know, all your past and such um, than other people. But yeah, regardless, you're awesome. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks.